Living with Maida Lee. Living with Maida Lee. Living with Maida Lee. Maida Lee. Living with Maida Lee. Welcome to episode two of series three of Living with Maida uh, this is a show about nostalgic TV. My name is Andrew, and I am joined, as always, by Liam Marley. How are you, sir? I'm good, mate. You all right? I'm all right, yeah. Um, it's going to be a brief intro, this, because Maidley's not been on TV this week. We normally start, obviously, talking about what Maidley's been up to, but it's, uh, Martin Lewis has been taking the reins this week. On um... He's ruined the premise of the show, isn't it? Because it's supposed to be that he's always on TV. That's why it's living with Maidley. But this week, we've been... Living with Martin Lewis instead. Living with Martin. Living with Martin Lewis. It'd be a bit boring that, wouldn't it? Just him telling you, oh, look, you can save stuff like this. You don't want to save money. I want to spend this money. Is, uh, this is cheaper than that. Shut up. Shut up. I like expensive stuff. Um, yeah, so nothing to report. He were in the Daily Mail, uh, but literally it was just him. He'd been on a walk. And he said he was smiling at the cameras. So, but yeah, not, no mainly news. So uh, this is the shortest intro we'll probably ever do. But um, let's probably just get straight into the episode. Right. So this episode ugh, it's Green Jill. And we've been asked by a few people to do this in the past two series. But we've always struggled. Like, how do you cover 31 series in an hour? Yeah, I think we've yeah. I think we failed badly before we've even started. But what, mm. we tried to tie it into what we did last series, which was a good night suite. Or how did it start? How did it end? Yeah, I think the difference is this time. Well, we'll see as we go through it. This has been a slightly different thing to tackle, and I think we may do Grange Hill again, whether or not that's this series. But I think next time might be a particular storyline or particular character. I, I enjoyed this. I think it was, uh, yeah. it was good looking back, but I think it's mm. quite difficult to tie the two together. It is. I mean, I think, like, in hindsight, we should have probably picked a series and watched it and stuff. But we picked what uh, the first episode to watch and the last episode to watch. And they are two episodes that we didn't actually watch as children. So it's not really nostalgic, nostalgic for us at all. But, yeah, so we're just going to try and talk. We're going to use those episodes and talk about the show as a whole from what we remember. Uh, obviously, Grange Hill, 31 series, 1978 to 2008, 30 years. It had two specials as well, created by Philip Redmond. Yep. Uh, yeah, um, just for the first question, I suppose, is did you like it as a kid? For a period of time, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. It was, I suppose we were kind of key, well, no, we weren't, because it, it existed before us, but, yeah, it was kind of well-established by the time I started watching it, and it seemed to have kind of found its feet a bit. I remember a storyline about, there was a girl that I quite liked who I think was seeing a guy from another school who, I don't know if he got killed or he got badly beaten up or something. I remember the... I think there were eight killings. I think there were eight, maybe seven, seven or eight killings. Yeah, in the they liked a kind of hard-hitting storyline by the time. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Very con- controversial show for a school school. I mean, show. there'd been sort of the Zamo thing, which was probably mm. too young for me to really get it. But I think they were still playing that when we were at school, like they just say no stuff and. Uh, yeah, well, this is what I'm, I'm going to mention. That I remember most of my Grange Hill memories as Saturday or Sunday morning. I can't, I can't remember where it were, but BBC used to repeat them Saturday Sunday morning. It had the old. It were the old ones, like because obviously we only remember the the new the the latter theme tune. The da 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 da. Yeah, 
as we mentioned last week. Um, and these ones that I watched as a kid were like the old theme tune. And I, yeah, I, I think we've all seen the Zamo stuff and, you know, the Just Say This is the, the original theme tune. We mentioned it before. Is is a crazy piece of music. But I think uh, it's, it's be familiar to everyone. It's when a sausage on a fork flies across the, the shot. I think that's a very iconic moment in it. Yeah, so it's like a comic strip of us. I think everyone knows it who it, will be listening to this, to be fair. But we have talked more in-depthly about the Grangel theme tune on the Richard Hillman episode, which I think series one, episode six. If anyone wants to hear our ramblings on that then, um, yeah, listen to that. But it is a great theme tune. And I like, I do like yeah. the other theme tune as well, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, both good, both good. Well, I have to admit, controversial revelation, this, I didn't like it as a kid. Um, I thought it were, it was sort of like I've been to school. Why would I want to watch something about school? Yeah, I can see that. I can see where you're coming from. I, it was one of my favourites. I suppose, like... I'm thinking like when I were into He-Man and Thundercats and stuff like that, this were always a bit sort of maybe a bit too grown up for me, a bit too realistic than than what I were, you know, for that yeah, younger age. I, I think I, I probably I to... came to it a little bit later than that. I think I was probably, how old would I be? I'd probably be 10, 11, 12 maybe when I was watching it. I, yeah, no, I don't know. I suppose there's still an overlap with the He-Man and Thundercats type stuff. Well, I have been put on a, been digging, dig myself a massive rabbit hole as we've been doing research for this episode. And it's absolutely brilliant as a TV show. I've only watched, what I've tried to do, and we probably should have done this, is follow particular characters. And I watched the Gripper Stenson, Stenson, yeah, what's his name? Yeah, I think it's Stenson. I I didn't watch that, but I saw it come up. And I know we said that is something we might, we might do an episode on that. Gripper Stenson, sorry. Stepson, yeah. uh, Gripper Stepson story. Uh, the Danny Kendall story was fantastic. Where uh, oh, he yeah. died. Yeah, 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 that were absolutely fantastic. I was watching like that story. Mr. Bronson, who I do remember, phenomenal yeah. actor, like absolutely nailed that sort of. He was terrifying, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, that dickhead teacher that you were quite scared of us in school. That you don't really, I don't know, you don't really. I suppose we had him a little bit in our day, but they were like sort of fading out. But that eighties sort of hardline school teacher. Yeah, well, there's a, I mean, we'll, we'll go through the first episode, but yeah, there's a bit in that that's sort of borderline corporal punishment that, that obviously got so far away from towards the end of it. But yeah, yeah, um, I, I think the head teacher, Mrs. McCluskey, I think when I started watching, yeah, I think was she, did she follow on from Mr. Bronson? Bronson went the head teacher. Oh, Bronson right was just a normal. So Miss, Miss McCluskey, no, Miss McCluskey was the head teacher when Bronson was just like, ah, right, yeah, okay. he was just a yeah, normal. Yeah, so blurred then in my mind, yeah. Um, so as ever, great research. I, I, I swear that there were about fifty thousand episodes where someone nicked his wig, <laughs> uh, Mr. Bronson. Yeah. Um, I remember like that that happened quite often, but I have massively underestimated Granger. It was always a show that when people have mentioned, I thought, oh yeah, maybe, but I never really got into it. As I've done research for this, I would I would genuinely gripped uh, excuse the pugs, but I was talking about gripper. But I would I would genuinely like sort of like this is a mate, this is brilliant. The Zamo story. I have to admit the acting is not fantastic for a lot of these stories, because they're obviously kids and a lot yeah, of them never yeah. did anything after this. The writing is absolutely brilliant and I I think it's well, it's I think massive... it, you don't you don't do thirty one series without kind of good writing no. and being able to reinvent do you? So yeah, I'm and, and, yeah, before we kind of go into these two episodes, my first memory, I think, or not first memory, but first one that really stood out to me is like, oh, my God, that's shocking. And actually, looking back, it isn't. But was where the, the kids kind of started bullying one of the teachers and one of them were calling him a pansy. I don't know if you remember that. 
I don't think I remember that. No, you know, like but... a floppy hair teacher, and one of the sort of tough guys started calling him a pansy, and they, they were kind of picking on the teacher. That that was, I don't know, probably at the turn of the tide when before schools lost control, the kids think. Yeah, yeah. I would like obviously I didn't I didn't watch loads of the latter episodes and stuff, but I think that. They, they sort of tried to keep that controversy, but I think by the sounds of it, Phil Redman wanted it to be to carry on being hard hitting controversial storylines, but the CBBC didn't want that. Basically, they were, they actually warned him, if you carry on with this, we're going to take it off air. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't want to kind of give away too many second thoughts, but yeah, I thought I think what's interesting is the comparison in sort of what happens in episode one what happens in the last one i think that <laughs> they're a million miles apart in terms of well let's the start then. yeah the first episode aired on 8th of february 1978 it's set in london though it's not actually said it's set in london it's just obvious from the accents isn't it well yeah and they do get on a bus to paddington as well don't they so oh, i didn't i didn't like that i overlooked that so you probably yeah which i must admit i mean i was trying to figure out what area this is supposed to be i don't think it ever tells you i think it's just a fictional school but I mean, if, if some of these houses these people have got were supposed to be like working class, I think mm. these houses must be worth a couple of million now, some of these, if they're on the edge of London. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I mean, it's, it's weird. I mean, the first episode is basically various characters on the way to the first day of school. I think the first shot is fantastic of that. It looks, I think it's shot it really well. Like It shows you the school and it looks so intimidating. Yeah, it looks depressing and grey and dull. and Blink, yeah, grey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And that's... I suppose it's complete contrast to bam, 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 this sort of jokey music, and then you see this big dull grey building. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I think, and, and this is kind of the, the point, really, of the first episode is that there's almost no story. This is just, no. and it has to be this, I suppose, but it's just the trip to school and their kind of induction of, of sort of six or seven of the key players. I think that's, yeah. that's all it's about. Well, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and you you get a posh girl, a working class kid, the one single black kid, no other ethnicity uh, in the seventies, obviously, even though there were. But you know, this is TV. Is that right? I, I know. I can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can think of the the character that you're on about. But yeah. That, yeah. Just the one black kid that I saw. Anyway, um, there's a nice teacher, a nasty teacher, a SWAT girl, a feisty girl, naughty lad, the geek lad. All the cliches that we see now, but obviously this were new and they tried to sort of, I think they obviously tried to include everybody or they tried well, to. I think they were trying to kind of, I won't say create cliches, but this is probably the first time they pre- presented back to to the mainstream on TV. So, yeah, I think mm-hmm. although it seems very obvious now at the time, I would imagine people thinking, oh, yeah, he's, he's a bit like uh, he's a bit like my mate. Him. He's a. Uh, she, she, oh, yeah, there's a girl like her in our class. I, I don't know. I think they, they tried to cover a broad range of people. And, yeah. I don't know, seems to be reasonable at it. It must have been really difficult to write this one. It's not a great episode, but how do you start a series where there's so many characters? You know, it's yeah, real, yeah. I, I, it felt like to me that the first the first half of the first episode is just taken up by the head teacher reading out a list of names as the kids are told what classes they're going to. It is into. slow. There's a bit before that that made me laugh, where the, there's a one of the new starters, he's playing football against the wall, so he's, he's just kicking his ball back and forwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the caretaker comes out and says to him, hey, don't you do that there, you'll break a window. As far as I can see, there's no windows on that wall. But he says, if you want to kick your ball around, go on playground. And then it take, goes you to a shot at the playground, which is surrounded by glass windows. It's like almost <laughs> glass all the way around it. Yeah, yeah. I, I can imagine like that happening in real school, though, to be fair, because teachers are idiots and used to say stupid things like that. But like I said, the first half of the episode, really... His kids go to school and then the teacher, their teacher saying, right, 
blah blah's in this class, she's in this class, he's in that class. And it's pretty dull, really. Nothing really goes on. There's a do, couple do you remember, by the way, and, and I think I know the answer to this because I know we've talked about this guy previously, but there might be some others. Did you remember any of these original characters? No, only in I've never watched this before. This was obviously way before before we were born, obviously, this this episode. And I never saw No, but even characters. like watching some of the old reruns and stuff, was it was there any names that stood out or anything that you think, Oh yeah, I vaguely remember them? There's two there's, that there's stood only out. one for me, which is yeah. obviously Tucker Jenkins, uh, Mark Fowler. Yeah, Tucker and... Jenkins played by Mark Fowler from EastEnders and Trish. Uh, I mean, it's a Trish Status, not the wrestler. Trisha, Trisha Yates. I, I recognise that name and I don't know why. Mm, I must I have heard it. One. Must have gone into popular folklore. That, that. But like I say, Tucker obviously had a he had a spin-off show and, and as we'll see, he, he yeah, he, we'll talk about him later anyway. There's a couple yeah. of scenes uh, that I want to mention in this. There's a character called Anne Wilson who's late for school, she goes for the wrong way to assemble it, and some older girls have changed the signs. Now, just keep I'll keep that keep that thought, because uh, that, that, that comes back. Um, and then, as you said, obviously one of the most famous characters ever is uh, Tucker. Probably the most famous character ever, maybe, in Grangel. Yeah, possibly Zamo, but yeah, I, I think so. Or was it Rollo? Rollo or something like that, what was he called? Roland, I mean, Roland was Zamo's mate, he got bullied by a gripper, yeah. Um, but Tucker's like a Jack the Lad, mischievous. In this episode, he flicks an elastic band at the back of uh, Trishy Yates, actually. And then years later, in 2003, Tucker's nephew, Togger, who we'll talk about later, joined Grangel. And this exact scene was played out with Togger flicking the elastic band at a girl called Tanya. And it's literally the same scenario as, this, as the names are being read out. Like, the, the scene is just replicated in, like, right. by it in every way. So it's like, I didn't know that. Yeah, they used to throw back, obviously, quite... Yeah, but basically, well, well, actually, I would imagine the follow-on from that's different because in the Tucker Jenkins scene, the teacher, the, the angry teacher, then comes over and and whacks him on the head, like really knocks him on the head to the point yeah. where I thought, like, God, I must throw it, even just in in the acting, he gives him an yeah, arm. Yeah, knock. yeah, yeah. I mean, so, that, that in the in the 2003 version, no, they didn't smack Tucker Tucker across the head, but yeah. I think that um, it's interesting that we because. I thought, and I know, I know, like this sort of happened, and I wasn't sort of like, oh my god, what's happening? But it did make me sit up, and I'm glad you noticed that because I think everyone who watches it, even if they watched it at the time, will think that's mad now that this teacher just went up to this kid, even if it's a, even in acting, it seems weird that a grown man is it in a, a young, is a year seven? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like a thought. God, that's because we never experienced that. I mean, I suppose we did. We we had to, I had teachers who'd kind of grab hold of you and sort of shove you out of the room and stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we had teachers who hit anybody. I, I, I don't I don't think so. Anybody? anybody I've never anyway. seen a teacher. Hit, I've never heard of that. There were always rumours. Oh, I've heard about him. He smacked him in the face and all. But obviously, I've never. No, I never got. I can't even think of any. I don't know if a teacher even got hold of me to be honest or anything like that. But but yeah, so that that was quite a shocking scene, really. But like I say, I'm not going to lie that this whole episode is just an introduction and. There's nothing here to suggest that this show is going to run for another 30 years, I don't think. No, no, definitely not. Um, yeah, like like we said, introduction to a few characters. Um, yeah, the, the the head teacher woman, I'm not sure if she's head teacher. She she looked a lot like Margaret Thatcher. I don't know if... Uh, yeah, 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 or yeah. Not. yeah. And then, yeah, this, even even when they kind of go to their classrooms, it's then just the teacher introducing himself. They, they've almost gone out the way to not have any story the, the main story is the girl who's late who gets told to go yeah. the wrong way 
That's it. That that is pretty much. And there's there's like different. It's introducing. You you quickly realise the characters. I suppose is the best thing I can say about it. You you very quickly know that Tucker's going to be a bit of a nightmare, mischievous. There's a there's another character you can tell straight away he's going to get bullied. <laughs> you know what I mean? Straight, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Well, well, actually, yeah. it was one that when I saw him, I thought this almost looks like the start of a sci-fi film where by the end of it, he'll be slamming people into walls with his mind. And he's got that look about him, <laughs> hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's the guy. But yeah, I know which one you mean. There's obviously a, a swatty girl who is going to stick up for herself, which is the, the girl who's late, I think. Quite yeah. a posh girl. I think Trisha is not going to stand for any nonsense. You know, you, you sort of get a character, I think, like Benny Green, who is obviously the, the guy we're on about. They set him up as the sporty character, don't they? Because he, for one, he, he arrives with the football. And then I think the teacher says, anyone got any questions? And he says, yeah, when's PE? It's yeah, like, you know, this but is not just character. that. I don't know if you noticed this, and I don't know if they went into this. I presume they did. He was the only one without a uniform. I've got a feeling that that storyline would have been he couldn't afford because he said he couldn't afford a uniform because his dad had lost his job. Yeah, yeah. And I imagine that was sort of, oh, this guy's. We're going to go into his family background and see what happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that is true, but that's what I got. And I, you know, there's there's little stories that they, they sort of think, oh, I wonder where that's going to go. And it doesn't. You know, it does. It's, it's not like a thought. Oh, I'm not going to watch this. I would watch that first series. I think it, it's, yeah, it's done okay. I think it's, it's just over 20 minutes. I think you couldn't have an hour of that. I think 20 minutes is no. fine. I, I presume, I hope, you'd almost want to follow that straight on with the next one. I think that that's how yeah. you'd engage people. Cause it I, should have been a double episode. I don't think yeah, it were, yeah. but it should have been a double episode, yeah. But, but yeah, all in all, you know, not bad. I think, yeah, certain things, you know, reminded me of, being at school, I think. I'm about to say, did it, do you think it captured the first day of school well? Obviously, um, this was before our time, but not much has changed, really. A little bit. I mean, I seem to remember that we already knew our forms before we got Yeah, in, we so did. Yeah. You, you weren't all stood in a hallway to see where you went. I think we probably all went in a hall, and then the teacher took us away. So, yeah, some 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 memories, yeah, I think. And there, there, it's a weird thing, the first day of secondary school. I don't really remember being particularly nervous, but I must have been, not sort of... Yeah, I think, it, wreck, I think it is daunting, and I think you're in yeah. this big. I think they did capture this sort of, you know, these kids they got no idea where they. I think you know, if you, I presume, if you meet them in a couple of series time when they're year nines, they're all sort mm-hmm. of stomping around like the only yeah. place. But yeah, like you do. Do. I remember like I were yeah year seven, year eight. I were like a nice kid, really. I like got sort of decent grades and stuff like that. Year nine just became a complete bell end, pretty much overnight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, well, we're still day. waiting for you to change back, aren't we? Yeah, that's way. Yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah, you, you're ahead of me. That, that was a joke. Yeah, but yeah, so yeah, but I think you do, and um, and obviously you get those like girls who are, who change the signs to uh, Anne Wilson as well, um, yeah. and like, and they're all like really cocky. They've all got the makeup on and stuff like that. But yeah, I thought it were a decent episode. It don't make me think oh, I really want to watch it, but at the same time. Yeah, you think, I wonder where that character went there, nah, but well, we'll skip forward to... And, and this is probably where, yeah, this is where we've gone wrong. So what we probably should have done is then reviewed the last episode of Series 1. Um, yeah, that that's a good would have made more sense. That would have Messed been a decent up. podcast. But w- what we did instead, we skipped forward 30-odd years and yeah. we're looking at completely different people in a completely different building. So, But with the same theme tune, did you notice that? Yeah, they went back to the old... Was it Was it an adaptation of the old one or was it the original it was the original. This is the final episode aired, 15 September 2008, the final ever episode of Grey and Jill. It's the same as the one in 1978, but it has different titles. You know, the, the, the comic strip and the sausage. Well, that's tell you what, sausage, it's not, it's not it? clip heavy, this episode, is it? So let, let's play a bit of the, the theme tune from the very last ever episode, which is the same as the original. 
Yeah, so that that was the original um, that was in 1978, and that that this 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 episode, this series, should I say, the final series, it was the first time it had been used since 1987. They had a remix version from 88 to 90, and then from 1990 to 2007, they had the which we had earlier. Yeah, but I think uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This is when you were still watching Grange Hill, even though I think we were uh, far too old to be watching it. I was watching it here. I watched it. About three series before this, I think I was still watching it. I used to watch a lot of CB. I still do. I don't as much anymore. I used to watch a lot of children's TV when I'm having my dinner, and I don't know why. I like sort of having my tea. I used to like sort of come on from work or whatever we're doing, five o'clock, and I just put BBC One, I suppose, by just like cause it's the first channel, and I watched a lot. There's loads of stuff from this era that I used to watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, fair enough, I suppose. Yeah, maybe you weren't watching it right at the end. But I, I know some of the characters in the last episode that were around when you were watching it, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, Togger, yeah. I'm sure you would remember you telling me about Togger. Uh, yeah, Togger were flying around. I watched it. Like, I think there were char- yeah, characters called Baz. I think he died here in Coronation Street later. But yeah, I, 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 again, this is where the thing with Grangel. It, it definitely dumbed down by this period. But it was still interesting. And because it was such a long series, I think they were like 18, 20 episodes, all the series. So you, even if you weren't that bothered about it, if, you've, if you're watching, I don't know, half an hour or 15 minutes of an episode, you, you do want to see what happened. I wonder how this turns out. You know what I mean? Because it was such a long-winded story or so yeah. many things happened. In the complete opposite way to the first one, felt very much like they were trying to wrap things up. I think, I don't want to sort of jump too far ahead in the episode, but, but they were clearly sort of setting the scene for sort of one or two things to happen. Um I presume if you knew these characters very well and you'd been watching it, you're perhaps a bit more satisfied where they're going at. Yeah. I I, I didn't get that. And that's no fault of Green Jill. That's just because, no. I, you know, I, I wasn't watching it this time. I didn't know the characters. Well, just before so. we go on to the actual episode, the, well, the most striking thing for me about the episode is the accents. <laughs> if you go yeah. from the first the first episode where they're all like, oh, I might, you know what I mean, like proper Londoners, and then straight away, it's just full of northern accents. And obviously, the reason... Yeah, there's a lot of Scousers in there, isn't it? But I don't think Redmond would have it any other way, would he? No, like he likes the Scouser, all Redmond. He's a Scouser himself, obviously. But, yeah, this is in early 2002, Grangeal creator Phil Redmond signed a deal uh, for his production company, Mersey TV, to produce the next three series of Grangeal. Uh, so production moved to Mersey TV Studios in Liverpool. So from series 26 onwards, uh, the appearance of Grangeal's school would change radically. But what they did, it, it's still supposed to be the same school, though, which is bizarre. Because, I wondered that. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. It's supposed to be the same school, yeah. In series 25, the end of series 25, there were a fire that ripped through the school, and that's why the school looks so different. It's a different location. I think I think it's using Hollyoaks now, the school, actually. Right. Um, but, right. yeah, yeah, it's, it's different now. Um, it, sorry, it's, it, it's a completely different school, but they masked it by saying, oh, it's just fire damage. That's why it looks so different. You know what I mean? But, right, yeah, right. it's a completely different school. But, obviously, no one ever says, how come there's a real load of Scousers coming up to London to, to be at this school? I, I kind of assume, or oh, the school must have moved, or there must be a, a different academy. Or so I, I don't know. I, I kind of written it off in my own head. Is that, but, yeah, I suppose if it's still in the same location, which was seemingly somewhere towards the centre of London, it, it is a yeah. bit crazy that it's got all of a sudden all these Northerners. Yeah, oh, yeah. 
interesting. But yeah, the the episode is basically about an end of year prom, and it, I think it's quite a low key end actually, like uh, for an episode. Yeah, I mean the the main part. And I, I am jumping ahead, but I don't think there's loads more to say, to be honest. No, I mean, the only other, I think I know what you're going to say. The only other thing is, is a, the only other thing, this sounds amazing on paper, is that there might be a bomb under the school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. And actually, before the before the key moment I'm going to talk about, actually, there is one other thing that made me laugh, which is, so the, the talking, obviously the first episode ever that we watched was about somebody's late and somebody got lost. Mm. And there's a bit where they say, hey, do you remember when uh, we got stuck down that sewer tunnel? Hey, do you remember when that... Yeah. wall collapsed hey do you remember when that nuclear yeah. bomb went off like it's yeah. just like mental some of the storylines that have happened in this school yeah 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 and that was just from those three characters as well like that from the, the, the previous like three or four seasons and we get some more of that obviously later but um yeah, but yeah, yeah they they think there's a bomb under the school and but everything's fine so there's not really much point of going into that but the biggest thing i think we're going to say is the togger storyline yeah so togger uh it was uh, obviously a guy at He's coming towards the. I don't know if he's. Would he be staying on three levels or he's doing? I think he's on six. I think. They, I think they're in sixth form here, Todd. Yeah, yeah. I, I got the impression he'd done his first year of sixth form, but I hadn't done very well in it. And so they were saying, "Well, you kind yeah. of can't carry on, really." So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then it, it's kind of his mate and his. I don't know if it's his girlfriend. It seems. Yeah, to his be. girlfriend and his mate. His girlfriend gets his phone and texts. She goes, "I know someone will change his mind." Guess who it is. Mark Fowler pulls up in his leather jacket. Mark Fowler well, pulls up. Yeah, Mark Fowler as Tucker um, comes in. And basically, I'm going to play a clip here, actually. Tucker comes in and basically brags about how much of a prick he was. Little bird tells me they want to chuck you out. Tanya, I'm not impressed, Patrick. They wanted me out of one day, and it's taken you six years. You obviously haven't been trying hard enough. They've nearly thrown me out loads of times. I set fire to the hall. I got my mids trapped by the tide on a school trip. I got a school trip scrap because I stink my mate on the coach. Even my little brother's done that one. All right. I'll give you a B minus. But this is obviously that clip we used just basically just a way of reminiscing again, like the clip that you, the thing you were talking about earlier. Yeah, and it's a way of tying the two characters back together. I don't know whether he's featured or mentioned throughout. I, I, I don't know enough to know whether he's a kind of fixture, but... I presume this was a bit of a, a throwback to any parents watching. Think, oh my God, it's it's Tucker Jenkins. Yeah, and it, it um, was good because obviously they knew it was going to be the last episode, and like I say, he's probably the most famous character. I mean, we're good if they got Zamo back and Andy Arrow now. <laughs> 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 the final, that'd be amazing. But, but they, yeah, they so said that, uh, basically he says to him, "Look, you know, it starts off that bit you've just played a bit of, you know, who's been the bigger character at school, basically, and then it, it ends with him sort of saying, well, look, I'll, I might end up on a building site like you,' and he says. No, I wish I'd took my chances. I wish I'd put a bit more effort in, which, yeah, I, th- I think the, the message is good. I think mm. it, it works It works quite well, actually. I don't think he, Mark Fowler looked as out of place as I thought he would in a modern-day Green Jill. I think, I think no. it worked for me. No. I mean, the, the final scene is Togger changing around the signs into the school, just like the girls in the episode. That's why I mentioned the one in the episode. I want to yeah. mention that. So he like sort of he changed the, the the way in and stuff, which is obviously a throwback again to yeah. uh, to the when Alan Wilson. But there's one note that I want to bring up, and that's Tucker leaves the show by riding out of town on a motorcycle. So the final yeah. scene, he like leaves the school. It's exactly the same way as Mark Fowler left EastEnders. I'm pretty sure. Is that that right? Did he not yeah. just get on a motorcycle and leave? Does he do that in every show? Is it part of his contract? Like he has to leave every episode. 
Every series, it's him on his motorbike, dancing on ice. Yeah, dancing on ice he got on his bike, didn't he? And rolled off. <laughs> yeah, no, I, honestly, I, just, I thought he's definitely, unless unless the EastEnders, and it can't be because this were after EastEnders. No, I'm certain EastEnders was that he got on his bike and, and drove out. Not sure yeah, he got he, AIDS, didn't he? And, and, he, he had to deal with Nasty Nick or something. and then. But then I Nasty think, Nick? I've made a mistake. If you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Yeah, I love that. Nick Cotton, obviously. Nick um, Cotton, yeah. It would call Nasty Nick. Yeah, I think so, yeah. I think he'd come back threatening his, his mum or daughter or something. I don't know if he Ma. were his cousin oh, or something. Oh, I, Ma. Is he dead? Not the character. Not the uh, actor, the character. Oh, I, Ma. I think, I think Mark Fowler shoved him off a bridge or something. I don't know, to I'm be honest. I'm sure he would there after Fowler. But anyway, Fowler... Yeah, Fowler rides drove... off on his bike again. The way and, I and... read that storyline is Mark Fowler diagnosed with AIDS and then got on a motorcycle and left, and that were it. No, I but think I he had unfinished business with Nasty Nick. But, uh, but again, I'm not. Don't quote me on that. I might have made that up. But that's that's how I remember it. I seem to remember Grant in the end, like almost patting him on the bike when he left. I don't know. Really? Yeah. He had a leather jacket on in that as well, didn't he? Yeah, leather jacket. Always on, had a leather jacket on. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a leather jacket on Dancing on Ice? I don't know, to be quite honest with you. But yeah, I would... it's bizarre how similar that character were. Really? Like, I mean. A bit different I, in the bill, weren't he? I didn't used to watch a lot of that, but I think. He, oh, you were in the bill, weren't he? Of course, you were in the bill, yeah. yeah not identical yeah. in that, I don't think. It'd be no. so funny if, if anyone knows that he did. If he, if he left the bill by riding out on a leather jacket on a bike, that'd be brilliant. D- so, please, uh, if anyone knows of any more way, uh, any more sort of uh, times that Mark Fowler left one of his shows uh, in a leather jacket and driving off, um, that that please let us know about that. Yeah, yeah. But just um, before we leave this episode, by the way, unless you've got anything else to say about it. No, I think the only thing I want to say about it is, obviously it's been a brief episode, this one, but I think it, it's kind of re-sparked my interest in it. Mm. I think that there's definitely more we can do with Grain Jill. I know we, yeah, I think we've picked, the, I think, I think we've picked two shit episodes to, to, to cover. I think, I think we've yeah, probably picked it. two of the worst episodes, really. So Yeah, we tried to we tried to be clever. I thought, oh, first and last, and there's no connection other than, obviously, Mark Fowler. Yeah, so. Yeah. That's the only connection. But just before we leave, I do want to point out, I don't know if you agree with me with this, but obviously we're not spoke about it. I thought there was an amazing comic performance in this from Mia Smith, who played Chloe. You know, the blonde-haired girl who gets a foot stuck in the... Yeah, yeah. I thought she was genuinely hilarious. I thought she was a good actor. I, I, didn't, I didn't think she was genuinely hilarious, to be honest. I th- thought they were t- quite good squabbling, the two mates who weren't really... Yeah. Did, did, she doesn't seem to have done much since Grangel, unfortunately. But I thought she, she was she's quite funny actually when that that sort of Weasley guy likes her. She she kind of quite funny how she keeps talking to him. There's a brilliant bit here where she's apologising to a girl called Andrea uh, for being a bad friend. Listen to how many times she says Andrea here. I've made mistakes in my life, Andrea, and I'm sorry. What do you want me to say? Kiss me, Clooney. Well, you shut up, you. It's a bit late for sorry. I know, Andrea. I know. You've been such a good friend to me, and I've been a rubbish friend. Just rubbish. Give me more than friends. You know what? You're right. If I'd had the guts, I'd have stopped hanging around with you a long time ago. Same as Sammy did. Please don't say that, Andrea. Well, what have you ever done for me, eh? Got me stuck in a smelly food, my foot in a vent, about to be blown up and turned into rat nibbles. Yeah, thanks. Great mate. Hello, Andrea. Yeah, I, I didn't notice it at the time, actually, but yeah, it's good. Um, I like it. I, I thought she were really good, and uh, yeah, I'd like to see a spin-off of her. her maybe not her and Tucker, it'd be a bit weird, wouldn't it? But which one did you prefer, the first or the last episode? 
I think it, it's difficult because it's deliberately done this way. The, the first one made me kind of want to see where they were going with it. Mm. I think the last one, because they were kind of ending it, it, it did feel a bit like, right, okay, that's done now. But but I suppose on the flip side, I, yeah, some of those characters I would I would probably engage in them more had I known the kind of journey to that point. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I can't. I think it's us that's, that's picked wrong, not not Grange Hill. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we definitely we we do a series. I think potentially we do a series that we probably would have watched. So or a character profile. Yeah, yeah. There's two ways of doing it. Either we do sort of Grange Hill series, whatever, 1990 or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One night two, or yeah, like you say, we pick a storyline. And so I said, like the best thing about this for me is it has put me interested. And I do think there's definitely maybe a couple of episodes to be had on on different. Well, we characters. we sort of mentioned the, the obvious ones really, haven't we? Zamo, mm. uh, Grippers, Stebson. Did you say it was? Yeah, Stebson. Yeah. Um, and what's the other one that the other kind of main one that everyone thinks of? The, the Zamo, uh, obviously Bronson and one of them. You remember when Justin Lee Collins got them all back together to do Just Say No? In fact, we'll play a bit of Just Say No here. Uh, this was shortly before people said just say no to his career as well, weren't it, Justin Lee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, do you like the song? Not really, no. No, it's not great, is it? I, I mean, I don't know. There's all the rumours. They, obviously, they went to the uh, White House, didn't they? Um, Who did? The Grange Hill cast, to, because after this song. They went to the White House? This? Yeah. You're right. not mixing up with, uh, what is it, Q QAnon or whatever, is it? No, look, Green Jill, what really happened when the group... Yeah, they meant uh, Nancy Reagan, when Reagan were in charge. Um, yeah, they went to the White House, yeah. To say what? Um, Just say no? Yeah, it's, well, well, they didn't, because they went. So, obviously, they said yes. But, yeah, so they what? went... They, basically, he, she wanted them... She, like, sort of wanted them across to, like, sort of... Hang on. This is a mad ending. I didn't see this coming. Hang on. Uh, Nancy Reagan's campaign catchphrase was Just Say No. So, so, they got, so she wanted them, or did Justin Lee Collins just kind of burst in? No, and Justin Lee, this is before Justin Lee Collins, right? Justin Lee Collins is not involved in this bit, right? right. The Grange Hill cast in 1986, I want to say, yeah, 1986. Oh, right. right, okay. Right, they did the Just Say No single. Right. Um, I thought you said Justin Lee Collins got them all back together to record this and then took them to the White House. No, Nancy Reagan's campaign catchphrase was right. just say no. So okay. they, anyway, blah, blah, blah. But Justin Lee Collins got them back together on that fucking bring back. Right, right. People you haven't seen for years show. And um, what were Nancy yeah, Reagan saying no to then? Drugs. Well, that was the same catchphrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she didn't like drugs. Mm-hmm. And neither did Zamo. So they went to the White House, which is amazing if you think about it. Imagine like, like these kids going to to White. I probably sadly realised like how massive a thing it was. But but anyway, um, one of the characters, I believe it was uh, Roland actually. You know yeah. the we don't remember the glasses on and stuff. He he claims on the Justin Lee Collins show that he smoked weed in the White House. But I think he's probably just acting a little bit hard there, isn't he? I don't know. I don't know the guy. Seems seems far fetched, but yeah, good luck to him. He says he smuggled cannabis and cocaine into America wearing his "Just Say No" T-shirt. <laughs> Surely they still had sniffer dogs and stuff, didn't they? Or, I don't know. I think I think he might be trying to elevate himself a little bit there. Most, old Roland. Um, 
Erkin Mustafa, who played Roland, said the Just Say No campaign was the biggest load of bollocks ever. It should have been Just Say Yes. There was loads of drugs around, and some of the cast, including me, took them. Wow. A sour end to the Green Jones. I uh, associated with Operation... It is the same guy, isn't it? Operation Good Guys, Bones. No. Is that not Roland? No, you're. he was in Grange Hill, though, I think, weren't I? Bone. This is such uh, a shocker of an ending. It's a terrible ending, isn't it? I, just, I, I don't know what's Miss going Infer- on here. So Perry Benson played Bones, yeah? Perry Benson played Bones. and I, I'm certain he was in Grange Hill, and I thought he was Roland, but obviously not. Hang on, hang on, hang on a minute. I think you might be right. He weren't Roland, but he... Oh, no. His first television appearance was Boy on the Stairs in the second episode of Grey and Jill in 1978. What, and he weren't a regular character? No, he wasn't a regular character in it. You, you're not getting mixed up, are you, with Mark Burdis, who played... He were in Operation Good Guys. He's now a ring announcer, actually, boxing. Mark Kemp? Mark, is that what he played in Operation Good Guys? This is this is crazy. I don't I don't know what we're doing here. Can we? Mark Burdis. Mark Burdis was Mark Kemp in Operation Good Guys. Bones is Perry Benson, played by Perry yeah. Benson. Perry Benson, bizarrely, did appear in Grangel, but as a um, unnamed character. So who was Roland then? Roland was the the. Uh, Erkstein, F- did you say something? Erkan Mustafa or something. Erkan like Mustafa, Mustafa, right? All yeah. right. Well, well, that's a. I, apologies to anyone still listening to this nonsense. I, I've <laughs> absolutely confused. I always thought Bones was Roland. No, 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 no. Bones is not Roland. Um, but anyway, let's leave. Let's leave that. Bones um, makes butter, doesn't he, for anyone who's not seen Operation Good Guys? He, he doesn't make his own bitter. And doesn't, he shits into a bag, doesn't he, and someone nicks his bag. As yeah, well, and then a train thing. like robber steals it, yeah. Yeah, we mentioned Operation Good Guys on uh, Series 1, but anyone who's not uh, ever listened to this show before after this will definitely not be listening to it anymore. No, no one's to listen now, so no let's, one's just, let's just skip to, to the ending. This is... uh, just before we go, great news. Uh, Phil Redmond has always talked about bringing Green Jill back, and he actually announced in this January that he's planning... Uh, he's supposed to be returning as a film uh, in 2023. I wonder if Bones will be in it. Right, so that was Grange Hill. Um, hopefully, we're going to go back to uh, that later and probably hopefully do it more justice than we did in that episode, Liam. Yeah, I would, I would say so. Yeah, we couldn't do it worse, could we? So, yeah, we'll, we'll do that again and we'll do we'll pick something better. If you've got anyone's got any ideas, give us a shout. Um, yeah, I, we, we might just do one of the key storylines. That seems the obvious thing to do. But if, mm. if anyone's got any ideas, we're, we're all ears. Well, he is. And just to, just before we go, touching on, we had so many replies for last week's episode, obviously, best theme tunes. I'm not going to list them all, but there were some fantastic shouts that uh, yeah, people were coming yeah. out with that I completely forgot. I can't believe we didn't re- uh, mention Minder. Yeah, I told you, uh, I did think about that, because I also thought about, in the same, to me, similar sounding anyway, uh, mm. Brushstrokes, but I didn't realise that were a Dex's Midnight Runners song. So. Yeah, Brushstrokes, another one, yeah. Um, um, yeah, we, we got loads. Feather. Somebody said Hurricanes, Fresh Prince of yeah. Bel-Air. Um, yeah, that's another one I can't remember, I believe we didn't mention. Uh, the Bill, extended version, apparently. Yeah, there's loads. We, you know, we know Going for are. Gold is another classic that we never said. Yeah, we we might do another TV themes episode. I think there's, there is more to be done with that, definitely. Shittest. Yeah, uh, that might be a good idea. But yeah, thanks to everyone who uh, signed in. Uh, signed in. Uh, 
wrote what's what's the term responded uh responded. gave us feedback the wrote in yeah tweeted in uh but i think so I, genuinely some great memories um yeah so absolutely fantastic and um yeah so thanks for all that and then let's just all we've got to say now obviously really is what's good we're going to do next week yeah next week we are going to do tv uk tv great uh bullseye yes we were going to do this last series what we're going to do is just pick an episode out because it works so well with this episode that um, we thought we'll just do exactly the same with this. <laughs> yeah, we're going to pick the first 30 seconds of Jim Bowen introducing series one and then the last 30 seconds <laughs> of the last ever episode and try and get yeah. an episode out of it. No, we are genuinely going to pick it at random. We are yeah, we're going to pick a kind of mid, middle of the season. We might do two, just depends on how much materials in each. I, I've got a feeling there'll be some good stuff to talk about. But Yeah, I mean, let's yeah. be honest, every fucking episode is the same on Bullseye, isn't it? I would, yeah. I, I don't think we're gonna. Nobody's gonna be shocked by anything we find, but hopefully it should right, still be quite a, a fun look back. Answer this question: Here's your darts. Here's your fucking twenty p. Where's your microwave? Fuck off. If uh, anyone wants to get in touch with us, send us anything. Find us on Twitter at Living with Made One, or you can send us an email at Living with at Outlook dot com. Living